You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. What is up, you guys? Is Megan here with Getting Mindful with Megan, and I am so excited for this podcast episode. I made this podcast. It's called So You Have a Dream, and it's because there are three things that I notice that kill dreams faster than anything else. I have people come to me on the regular being like, well, I want to do this, but, and it's usually one of these three things that are stopping them. And so I wanted to make this podcast for you. At the end of the podcast, I have listed three tangible, tactical pieces of advice that you can take and go forward with to help you get moving on what you want to do. And also I attached a PDF in the show notes. Check that out and you can fill the PDF out and I think it'll really help you get going. Okay, so this episode, you guys, is all for the dreamers. Or even those of you who have a dream, but like push it away in honor of like reality and blah, blah, blah. Give me a break. I'm a dreamer. So clearly I don't resonate as much with that one. But this is for anyone who's ever said, I want to do, but... Okay, so I really believe that we all have a purpose in our life or even lots of different purposes. And we have a calling that we are like have a need to fulfill. Sometimes they're big, sometimes they're small, but they're all really important. And I really believe that true happiness comes when we're living into our purpose and we find the right thoughts to think about it as we do it. So this podcast today, this episode is all about for you people who have a dream but aren't exactly sure if you can do it or if you know how or you're worried about what people think. This is what I hear. I I totally want to do it. I want to start this business, but you know, I've never done it before. And I'm like, yeah, of course you've never done it. <laughs> but I hear this all the time. And so I hear things like, I've never done it before, or I don't know how, or is this even going to be worth it? Or what will people think? Or I don't even know if it'll work though. I mean, is it worth my time? I hear that one a lot too. These are all the thoughts we're going to dive into today. So let's get moving on it. So the first thought I want to talk about that I hear so often when working with people on starting their businesses is, I don't know how. It's like, well, I really want to market in my business, but I don't know how. Or I really want to homeschool my kids, but I don't even know how to homeschool my kids. I've never done it. And I'm like, yeah, let's look closer into that. (laughs) The first thing I want to say is like, of course, you don't know how you've never done it. Of course, you've never done it. No big deal. You've done you. You never walked. But look, here you are walking. You never talked, but look, here you are talking. These are all things we can learn. And I might sound a little blunt as I talk here today, but you know, here we are. That's who I am. So let's take a closer look. Let's say Sally wants to start a blog and she's super excited, but then she realizes she doesn't know how she's like, I want to start a blog. I have all these ideas, but then she starts really things. I don't know how. And a lot of us, when we think that thought, I don't know how, we think it's a fact. We're like, no, but really, I really don't know how. But I want to argue with you a little bit on that. I think that you may have never have done it before, but I think you do know how. And I think with a little research, you can really figure out how. So let's take a look into that thought, I don't know how, even a little more and what it's creating for Sally, okay? So her circumstance, this is like the facts, like the circumstances Sally wants a blog or Sally and a blog, right? Sally blog, circumstance, thought. I would love to, but I don't know how. Feeling confused, conflicted, stressed, overwhelmed. What does that lead? What feeling, if you're feeling overwhelmed, what does that make you want to do? Most of us lead that overwhelm leads into inaction or doing nothing. And so then Sally's result ends up being she doesn't know how to start a blog. And so look at that, you guys, just like I talked about on our first podcast, I don't know how turns into 
I don't know how. Your thought becomes your result. So Sally's creating the result that is keeping her from what she really wants to do, right? Crazy. We all do it and we don't even realize that that's what's happening in our brains. Let's try to look at the circumstance a little bit different. The circumstance is the exact same. Sally and a blog. Sally starts a blog. Thought. Her new thought. The thought that she's going to choose to think instead of I don't know how. I'm figuring out how to create this. That feeling leads to a little bit more excitement, a little bit more confident. Like even when you hear me say that, listen to, I don't know how versus I'm figuring out how to create this. It it ignites a different feeling in you. It feels so much more confident. Confidence leads to figuring it out. And then that leads to the result of Sally creates her blog, right? Y'all, this is such a freaking dream killer. I can't even tell you. It is 2020 and you can figure it out. There are so many resources available. There is something called Google that you can learn how to do anything. Guess what? I didn't know how to start a podcast, but I just started Googling it. I started talking to people who had a podcast. If I didn't know anyone who had a podcast, I would reach out to people on podcasts and ask them, hey, can I talk to you about this. Like you can figure it out. One of my favorite sayings ever is everything is figure outable. Thank you to Marie Forleo for such amazing wisdom. I use this thought all the time. I tell it to everyone. Everything is figure outable. But truly you can figure it out. Maybe figuring out the blog for Sally looks like hiring someone to help her create it. Or maybe it looks like taking a class online. Or maybe it looks like talking to other bloggers. I don't know which one it is for her, but she will. Because she might try one, it might not work, and then she'll try another one. She can figure it out. What happens is we think this thought, I don't know how, and it shuts us down, you guys. It just shuts you down. It you're, it makes it impossible to find solutions. You have all this thought drama. I don't know how. There's no way. I can't figure it out. It creates feelings that make us want to run. Our brain is like, hey, so like you don't know how, and this is way uncomfortable and I'm a brain and I run from discomfort because that's what our brains do. It's instinctual. We run from pain and discomfort. That thought brings pain and discomfort. So we're like, eh, yeah, we better stop. Let's quit. Turn around. You don't know how. Don't do it. And it kills your freaking dream. (laughs) So just remember that. When I say this, you guys, I know you're like, okay, yeah. Like I, I listen to podcasts. So like I know too. I listen to people talk about this stuff. Like It sounds so simple. It's like, oh yeah, okay, so I just need to figure it out and then I'll be able to figure. But your brain is pulling on things from the past. Like you're like, yeah, but remember that one time you didn't figure it out? Well, that was because you probably had the thought, I don't know how. So I don't want you to pull on your past self. And, and I know that this, that when I say it, I, it sounds so simple and it really is so simple. The concept is simple, but actually changing your thought, especially you believed something for so long, you believed I don't know how for so long, it gets a little more difficult. How often you guys like listen to a podcast, get all fired up and you're like, you're right. I do know how. And you're like, I'm going home and I'm going to get this done. And then you like go home and then you like go to bed. And then the next day you're like, shoot, I don't know how. I don't know how you lose all the momentum and you quit. This is because you didn't believe the thought hard enough. You believed it when you heard it. It felt good for a second. And then your brain was like, yeah, but wait, wait, wait. You don't know how. So let's talk. Like, how do we believe the thought hard enough? First of all, you'll know if it's a thought you can believe by how it feels. If you think a new thought or you say a new thought out loud and your brain is like, this is bull crap. 
Like, what if your brain was like, yeah, I'm not figuring it out, though. So you're wrong. You don't know how. Then I just, if your brain responds like that, if, if your body gets tight, if you resist it in any way, I would say that that is not the thought for you. We have to try a new one on. You got to try a different thought. So for Sally, I'm figuring out how to create this, made her feel confident and excited. But maybe you hear that and you're like, eh, I still feel really stressed because I'm not really figuring out how to create it. Then we try another one. Like, I don't know how yet but I'm going to figure it out. Or I am capable of figuring things out. Or maybe your thought is, I'm meant to do this so I can trust that I will be able to make this work. Or maybe if you're like me and you're like into the whole God thing, then you're like, I know anything is possible through God and some hard work. And I know I can do this because of him. All you do, you guys, is you find a thought that feels good, that propels you into a feeling that makes you want to act in the way that you need to act so that you can create the result you want. I heard this from my thought guru. (laughs) I love Jodi Moore. I'm sure a lot of you guys know her. And it's just such a great explanation. This is how your brain works. Think about you drive home from work every day, right? You are at work and you drive home every day for a year. And then you move houses. And then one day you're just driving and you accidentally drive to your old house. Just out of complete habit. It's because your brain has like neuro pathways that that it goes back to. It goes to the easiest route. And the easiest thing for it to remember was the habit that you created or the thought that you've chose to believe for a certain amount of time. What you're going to have to do to change the thought is you're going to have to put reminders everywhere. You're going to have to tell it over and over again until it creates a new thought pattern. Hey, I'm figuring this out. No big deal, brain. Over and over again. So we work on shifting that thought. So the next thing I want you to do, concept number two, the next thing that I hear all the time is, yeah, but like before I didn't do it or I've never done a blog before. I want you guys to stop looking at your past for advice on your future. It just doesn't make sense. Like your past self is great. Really, she is. She's done so much. She's led you here. She's got you to where you're at. She's great. But she didn't make your dreams happen yet or she didn't accomplish the goal that you're trying to accomplish yet or you wouldn't be here here thinking about this. So let's talk to someone. Let's discuss this with someone who has a little more experience, which we are hashtag going to call your future self. (laughs) I want you to imagine that you've already created what you want. You are Sally and you have the blog. The blog is created and you are killing it at your blog. You created what you wanted. You did it. Now from this space and this energy, I want you to ask her, what did you do to get there? She knows. Future Sally knows. She's confident. She did it. She knows way more than past Sally. She's got her head on straight, you guys. She's going to lead you in the right direction. Past Sally will probably remind you that you can't even keep the laundry done or make dinner. She's not going to help you the way that you need right now. Who you need right now is future Sally, the one who did it. Ask her what you need to do. I even want you to sit in this emotion for a second, the one where you really feel it, where you really believe it. I want you to sit in future self for a second. What does it feel like to do it? Does it feel like confidence? Does it feel like like an I can attitude? Like what is it? Okay, so the last thing, so the first two, let's go over them. First one, I don't know how. Second one, I haven't done it before. This is new. I don't know if I can do it because I've never done it. 
Number three, what will people think? This is what I hear. And I kind of feel like this is a loaded one. And I want you to be so patient and loving towards yourself as we work on all of these. You'll notice that I get super compassionate when it comes to this one about caring too much what people think. And that's because that's been the one that's been the biggest struggle for me as I start to create the life and the dream that I have. Um, so let me just start by telling you a little story. The other day, I was at a little get together with someone I haven't seen in quite a while. And she said something along the lines of like, wow, I just think it's so great that you guys keep trying even though nothing really works for you. It was about like businesses that my husband and I have done together. And honestly, immediately I kind of like shrunk in my seat and was embarrassed and was just feeling like she had been judging me. And I started to feel like shame and I just started to feel like, oh, like something's wrong with me. So I really know this feeling. I know what it feels like to care so much what other people think that you're literally paralyzed. I know what it feels like to be a people person and to really care about people so much that it gets overused and you care a little too much what they are thinking. I get it. But here's the thing is really holding you back. It is not helping you at all. It is keeping you from your goals, is keeping you from your dream and it's keeping you stuck. So let's start here. The thought. Here's your thought. But they might judge me. Girlfriend, you're right. <laughs> they might. They might be ruthless. In fact, they might be awful. They might say horrible things about you. They might not even just judge you in your head. They might judge you out loud. And guess what? You know who might judge you? Your family, your best friend, people you thought were your closest people. They might judge you. And when it happens, your brain might go wild. It's going to be like, no, thank you then. I am out. I don't want anything to do with this because it seems uncomfortable and that sounds horrible. And you guys, just so you know, your brain doing this, that's primal. This is like instinctual. Your brain is trying to do anything it can to help you stay in the pack. But here's what I want you to get really cool with. Here's a new thought. I can handle rejection. I can handle judgment. The emotion of rejection I can handle that. The worst thing that can happen to us is a negative emotion. And what's really cool is when you realize you can handle them, that you can process them, that you know how to deal with them, you can do anything you want because the worst thing that can happen is a negative emotion. So I want you to start thinking, I can handle judgment. I can handle the feeling of rejection. That emotion is okay. It's just part of this process. How do I handle it? I handle it by processing it, by sitting in it, by allowing it, by practicing it. I handle the rejection. I sit in the rejection. I don't resist it. I accept it. I say, this is what rejection feels like. And I, and I allow that rejection. And it, what happens is it starts to wash away. Then you can start to think a little clearer. You know what else I want you to get on board with, you guys? Your opinion matters just as much as anyone else's. So here's what I did in my story. So she said that to me, and I kind of started to feel all the emotions. And so I processed the judgment and rejection. I sat there and I said to myself, okay, this is rejection. I can handle rejection. This isn't super fun, but discomfort's good. I always remind myself, discomfort helps us grow. Discomfort isn't bad. Hey, brain, no big deal. Just a little discomfort. It's okay. And then... After I processed the emotion and the feeling, I reminded myself that I meet my own needs, that I don't need anybody else to meet my needs. I don't need anyone's approval because I have my own. I don't need anyone to clap for me because I am doing it myself. (laughs) I will clap for myself when it's appropriate. I don't need you to tell me I'm great. I will tell myself I'm great. I don't 
need you to meet my needs. I will meet my own needs. That has been one of the most empowering thoughts I have ever um, learned to grasp. Next, I asked myself my opinion. I took away any shame that went along with not being perfect at everything I do. And then I asked myself my opinion. I said, well, do you know, do you feel like you fell at everything you try? (laughs) And you know what? No, I don't. I feel like we did fail. We had moments of failure and failure is what success is built on. So I really feel like those failures were leading us to a better place, to more success. And some of the things she saw as a failure, I saw as a success. So much growth. To me, success is growth. And I've been growing. So all of these businesses, all of these things I've been doing, they have brought me more growth. So to me, no, it wasn't a failure. And then just being honest, half of the things that she was talking about after that, she didn't have the full perspective. Only I have that. My opinion matters. Don't let others' opinions trump your own. We can have open heart to what people are saying, but we don't have to accept it as a truth just because they're saying it to you. You're the only one that has the perspective on your life and what you are doing. Let's remember what Byron Katie said and remember that other people's opinions about us are really none of our business. One of my favorite quotes is by Yogi Bhajan. He's like a Kundalini yoga master and he states this and I I love so much of his wisdom. He is such a cool guy. If you guys have time to study Yogi Bhajan, I would totally tell you, go read some of his quotes, go look into his books. Like he is seriously such a smart dude. So he says, if you are willing to look at another person's behavior towards you as a reflection of the state of their relationship with their selves, rather than a statement about your value as a person, then you will over a period of time cease to react at all. And I just love that so much. So much wisdom there. You guys, people will judge you. That is their relationship with themselves. They judge themselves. Don't judge yourself. Don't judge others. And don't worry about it when people judge you. In my opinion, in my experience, these are the three things that kill dreams more than anything else. I have a new idea. Let's kill these thoughts. Let's create new ones. Let's get the dreams we are after. Let's start. Let's try it. Let's just allow ourselves to be ourselves, to fail, to try again. And let's do it. It is time. So here we go, you guys. Three pieces of tactical advice for to go along with each one of these. I hate when I finish podcasts and I'm like, okay, like, so now what? Like, how do I put this into practice? What do I do? It's true. Like, the biggest thing you guys need to do is just start. Do it. Start working on it. Let yourself fail. Do it over and over again. But I want to give you some, like, actual, like, tangible, tactical things that you can go do to start working on this. So number one is I want you to write down one time that you figured something out. I want you to find that evidence for your brain, and I want you to show your brain that you can do it. That's the first thing. Number two, I want you to write yourself a letter from your future self. So I want you to say, dear Megan, this is future Megan, and I want you to tell yourself everything that you need to know about making this dream happen what the process looks like i want you to look for what you what they what you need to look out for remind them that you that they did it and how awesome they were and all the things that they did to make it happen and then number three is i just want you to pick one thing to do that you want to do this week and i want you to stick to it like maybe you want to schedule your day every day this week And I want you to do it 
every single day because I think confidence is built when we start to do things, even when it's uncomfortable and we do it anyway. I think that's when the confidence and trust is built. And then you'll be able to trust your opinion. You'll be able to build confidence so that you can really listen to yourself. We want to keep building that in you. So pick one thing and do it. Stick to it. Even when it's uncomfortable and your brain is going to be like, oh, this, I don't really want to do this. And you're going to have to tell your brain no. And you have to tell it, it's okay, brain. We can do this. So these are the three things I want you to do. I have attached a PDF to this about getting started on your goal. And I have some things I want you to answer, just questions, thoughts to write down, fill it out. Let's do this. Thanks for listening, you guys.